Hey guys, it's a few X Forge guy, and um, I'm here with uh, Deterrence today, Chapter Five in uh, Reaching Perfections, Godly Perfections Guide. Sorry. And uh, before we start, I just want to say I'm sorry for not uploading for a couple days. I was feeling a little bit under the weather. My schedule was really sporadic, but um, I'm going to give you a little bit of a double dose. I'm going to give you d d d uh, deterrence and incentives at the same time. Uh, so, first of all, this episode is on deterrence, and then we'll upload one right after that, the same day, that's going to be on incentives. So, let's start with deterrence. Besides the obvious definition, deterrence are can be several things. So, before we do move on to the more complex definition of deterrence, why don't we start with the basics? A deterrent is something that, and this is important, discourages something else from proceeding, or someone else from proceeding. The key word being discourages. It's not foolproof. Alright? Now, this is where it gets tricky. It's not foolproof, but it's effective. <coughs> And something that may uh, may help you understand is uh, provide you with some synonyms that I got here from the guide, which is uh, impediment, hindrance, you know, something like that. It's not; it, it won't exactly stop you, but it will n it will discourage you. Um, this is a very important uh, tool in path manipulation because if you utilize it properly, you will be it will be very powerful in the making of your map and the overall uh, balance and uh, playable ability in your map. That's a big part of it. Um, but what is a deterrent uh, in, in the forging terms? Well, it can be anything from a building block to a weapon. It can be anything you want it to be. It's just simply on how you use it. I mean, a weapon is going to be generally straightforward, fusion coils as well, but deterrence can be a variety of things from a narrow hallway to a large open space with no cover. You know, it's all about discouraging path, path uh, you know, traffic through the area. It's not always going to work. You're going to get those headstrong players. You want to just ignore anything that the uh, forger has created and simply bash his way through the map. Eh. Let them do what they want, okay? It's it's up to them how they play it. But it is up to you to try and do your best to manipulate their path to have a better experience. Um, I also like to label this under risks. Uh, risks, there's there's a risk in taking certain pathways that you, that you or other forgers have made in their maps. And, you know, that's something to think about when you're making your maps is... Uh, is it risky enough, or is it too risky? Um, you want to obviously have their bases be very safe and secure, and then you want to have the spaces in between be kind of risky. And, you know, engagement is kind of something, you know, obviously they want, because it's the objective of, of the game, but, you know, something they might want to avoid if they want to, you know, capture a flag, for instance. Um, I mean, I think I'm going to cover them all in one episode, but if I 
don't and I reach my limit, we will see. But there is a whole lot to objectives. Um, so real quick, I think I'm going to split it into two. So I'll touch on dynamic objectives. And believe me, this is just a touch on it. Dynamic objectives. Well, the word dynamic means changing. Uh, for instance, uh, a weapon. What if a, uh, you know, there's a deter there's a deterrent is a, w a turret placed on the high ground uh, facing an open canyon. You obviously don't want to go through that canyon because anyone on that turret is going to destroy you. So, you know, what happens when the turret disappears? What happens when someone picks the turret off the pedestal and walks away? Obviously, that's not that's no longer a problem. So you, you have to foresee this in your maps. You you, you really do. And um, I guess there's there's not really anything else to be said about that. But obviously, fusion coils aren't going to be there forever. So you can't you can't rely on them, and you can't set them on an instant respawn because obviously that's not fair. But you you just have to be kind of aware of it. Obviously, a path's not going to be a deterrent if there are no. Uh, a narrow corridor is not going to be a deterrent if there are no players to oppose path flow, uh, player flow, traffic through the corridor. So it's not really. You, if you master deterrence, you're a, you're a really good forger because uh, I'm still learning how to do it properly. I, I'd like to think that I have it down, but it's a huge part of your maps, and I really want you to understand that just because it doesn't always work doesn't mean it's not worth doing. Don't say, just because it's not a guarantee, I'm going to throw it away and not use it. That's bad. Always want to use deterrence and incentives in your map. It's a good balance of the two. That allows your map to play well, flow smoothly, and really you just get the best out of the objects that you've placed down. Well, I am going to split this into two because I'm running a little bit too long for the YouTube time limit, which is like, uh, I think, 10 minutes, maybe 15. I don't want to stretch it because uh, incentives I'm going to spend a little more time on or just as much time on. So uh, I'm Forge Guy, and this has been Deterrence.